Welcome to The Real Truth About Business, the show dedicated to giving small business owners like you the real, straight, and honest truth about growing a sustainable and profitable business. I'm your host, Michelle Denio, strategic growth consultant, networking expert, and your new biz bestie. Every episode, you can expect actionable tips and insights covering topics from pricing to networking, mindset to strategic planning, latest market trends, and just some good old-fashioned tried-and-true business growth strategies. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to The Real Truth About Business. Today's topic is all about sales. The sales process and the dreaded sales process. So many business owners hate sales. And I'll be honest, I used to be one of those people. I used to be one of those people. And like for a while there, one of my big goals was like, I am going to master sales. And then I realized that I already have a sales process, right? Like there is no such thing as mastering sales. There are certain techniques and you can learn certain techniques and there's old school sales. Like I have to laugh because my husband, he's in sales and they, his company hired this new sales consultant, which always comes in, you know, like, God, no. And he's all, you know, it cracks me up the shit that he's making them do, but he, he made them read this book. I'm going to read it. I just haven't because after he told me about it, it was like waste of my time. Um, and it was called like how to be a great salesperson by Monday morning or something like that. Mm, I might have a, a little wrong, but I asked him, I was like, okay, you read it. What are like some of your key takeaways? And he said, like, one of them was, um, always open with a joke, get the person laughing and, and create space or like create, like take the wall down, like get them laughing and just make it comfortable and always look your prospect in the eye. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is why people hate sales. Like, ew, like I just wanted to throw up when he was telling me all of this. So what I'm hoping to do inside of this episode today, and probably I'm going to continue doing a series on it. So one episode per month is always going to be dedicated to sales. And I will probably um, do a series on this where <clears throat> we dive a little bit deeper into each pro each stage of the sales process. But I want to kind of just simplify the sales process because I mention this a lot to clients and I'll say like, oh, well, what's your sales process? Do you know where they're at in the pipeline, you know, in your pipeline, which there's kind of two things. Sales process is one side of it and then the pipeline. And they're very, very similar. Um, but the sales process is more like your client journey. I want you to think of it more in that way of like understanding your client journey. And then the pipeline is kind of the stages, how you're tracking where they're at is more about like your actions around it. Okay. So let's dive in. Okay. Let's dive in. And if, let me just preface this to say, like, don't let this overwhelm you, right? Like I don't want, when you hear the word sales, you've got to start to change your mindset. Most of you are really good at sales. Most people tell me like, oh, I'm terrible at sales. I'm terrible at sales. You're not necessarily terrible at sales. It's just that there's probably some pieces missing in your sales process or in your pipeline, you know, but when I actually sit down with most of my clients who tell me this, it's, they're not as bad as it, bad at it 
as they think. Some of this comes from competence, right? Like it's more about having a competence in yourself, a confidence in what you are doing. But here's what I want to tell you before I even dive into this about having a sales process is that if you lack confidence, sales is the answer. Like sales is the answer because having more clients, getting more used to it, doing the thing, having the conversations, going through your processes, working with clients, that's what builds up your confidence. So if you feel like you have a sales issue, it's likely a bit of a confidence issue and the answer is sales, which I know is not what you want to hear. You want you want me to think like, oh, Michelle's going to teach us this sales process right now. And that's going to be the answer to my, my sales issue. And I, that's going to help me. It's going to help, but nothing can replace your own inner confidence. Okay. So like if you're not confident in yourself and you're not confident in your offers and you're not confident in your pricing, all the sales process, all the check boxes, all the pipelines, all the things in the world aren't going to sell for you if you don't feel confident in it. Okay. So let's start there. But anyway, let's understand and really dive into what is a sales process and understanding that everybody's sales process is unique. You, this should not be news to you by now that I am going to say there is no one size fits all, right? There isn't, there is no one size fits all solution to anybody's business. Everybody's business is unique. Everybody's client journey is so is unique. And so there are steps that are similar, but how you go about it and how you create your sales process is unique. And I want you to give you permission right now to create a sales process that feels good for you. Okay. So understanding your business. This is what I was talking about in the beginning. Like step one in creating a sales process is truly understanding your business, your products, your unique value proposition, which again is just a big word for like, what makes you different? Why are you the solution? Again, we are not in the business of convincing people. We are in, we want to work with people that already know they need the solution, right? What we are doing. We just need to let them know that we are the person right? Like we are not in the business of trying to teach them that they need to have a strategic plan. I want to work with people that already know they need a strategic plan to get through growth, but that I'm the right person for them. Okay. So again, understanding your unique value, what you bring to the table and why you are the person that people need. Okay. And then also understanding like your client's sales process. What is their process? What are they looking for? What are their needs? How do they make buying decisions, right? Do they, what type of buyers are they? Are they analytical? Do you know, like what type of questions do they ask? Okay. And so discussing like with them also, like, how do you buy? Like, if you don't have a sales process, don't be afraid to ask your clients, like, how do you make buying decisions? Right. Um, that's like kind of sales one-on-one. You hear that from a lot of sales gurus. They'll ask like a client, like, well, when can I follow up with you? Or, you know, what would help you make this decision right now? Again, I think there's ways that you can do and ask those questions without being like your old school salesman, but it's really just about saying like, Hey, can you help me understand like what's going to help you make a decision on this? Right? So ask for that, especially once somebody knows you and they like you and they trust you, 
you can ask this question after the fact. All right. And that's actually, I'm skipping ahead. That's part of like a feedback is like asking them how they make their decisions. So, but what is really most important here is mapping out your client journey from the state of how they find you, right? Like how are they finding you? How are you, what is your visibility strategy? How are clients coming to, to you and becoming aware of your services? So awareness, if you were looking up a technical sales process, awareness is number one. What is the stage? How do clients create, how do you create awareness in your business, right? What does that look like? How do clients find you? And then, um, how are you building a relationship with them? Right. Once it's basically cold audience for other words, right? Like you have a cold audience now, how are you warming them up? Right. What are the steps in your process that warm them up? Right. How do they get from being cold? I just found you. I Googled you. I found you on social media. I happen to listen to a podcast episode of yours. Like, how are you warming them up? So it could be through, like for me, the Sunday morning brew is a great nurture point. It's a great relationship building point. Um, Coffee chats are another way that I tend to warm up my audience. I love to have coffee chats and connect with people, right? So what are those various touch points where your potential customers can interact with your business, with can interact with you? How are they finding you, right? They find you and then they interact with you. So I consider it, so it's awareness and then interaction. You could call it that, or I call it like, how do I attract clients and how do I nurture them? How do I build the relationship? So again, that's why I'm saying sales process can be different. You can call this, whatever terms resonate with you, use that. All right. So understanding your touch points and then understanding your selling style. This is very, very interesting to think about. I personally do my best selling through conversation. That should not surprise you. I love doing it through speaking. I love being on the phone with people. I love being on coffee chats. I love educating. I love being in teaching master classes. I love following up with people, having conversations, right? Like that is my selling style. I am not really great at selling via DM. I'm not really great at selling in my content. Writing is not my forte. I mean, I don't mind it, but it's not how I best, you know, sell for a lot of people. This is again, if you go back to the episode on attraction marketing versus relationship marketing, again, like attracting and then selling through content, that's not my selling style, right? So understanding your selling style for your brand and your audience, understanding too, like, The reality is, is why this is also important is because if somebody wants to only DM me and only like be in my DMs and they won't jump on a call with me, the chances of us working well together are so slim because I get sick of being in the DMs. Like F, like I love WhatsApp, like voice and texting. Like I love it. You know, I have the rapid fire unlimited support. I teach it. I love it. I think it's one of the most brilliant business models. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's easier to just jump on the phone. You know how many times I say to a client, you know what, let's just schedule a call. And if I have people in my DMs that like refuse to get on calls, 
then the chance we're not going to do well together. And I'm the same way as a buyer. If I have people that will not like work with me or get on the phone with me, the chances of me actually buying from them are so slim because I hate that. Like, why can't I just get on the phone and ask you questions? I hate that. So that's my buying style, right? So understand your selling style because a lot of times your selling style is going to line up directly with your ideal client's buying style. All right. And so understanding again, your, your buyer behavior, what touch points, how many touch points are they analytical? Do they like just, I'm a quick impulsive buyer. I like key, like I always say the cliff notes, give me the cliff notes. I'm one of those people that scrolls like a sales page really quickly to just get to the key points in the price. Right. Because by the time I've landed on a sales page, I've already made up my mind, you know, for the most part. So again, understanding what that looks like. And then also to the most important piece, as I feel is relationship building. Relationship building is what is going to bring in your dream clients and also make your conversions easier. If you have built a strong relationship, the conversions are that much easier. And why I will say this is I will give you a perfect example of this. I really focus a lot on relationship building. That's what the hundred coffee chats club is all about is teaching people how to build relationships, how to do better with relationship marketing, stay top of mind. But when I launched the hundred coffee chats club, and then I asked for feedback, which is another step in the sales process. Right. And I asked people, what drew you into the hundred coffee chats club? I would say, I think like, I don't know, over 50%, maybe even 80%. 80% of the responses said, you, Michelle, you, we know if you put something out there that you're going to, you know, we trust you and we want to be a part of it. And we know that you're a power connector. So again, like there's no magic sauce to selling something like that. If you've built strong enough relationships, people naturally close themselves, right? So what is your relationship building strategy inside of your sales process? Understanding where is that? What does it look like? Okay. And then what type of communication? How do you communicate with clients? Again, we talked about this on the phone versus texting, DMs, et cetera. And then understanding like, what are their closing? How do you close them? At what point do you ask for the sale? right? That's a key piece. This is the key piece. For those of you that say, I hate sales, this is the piece that's missing, is asking for the sale. At what point do you know that your prospect is in your sales process to the point where you are ready to close them? So again, if you've built your relationships, you put an offer out there, they may close themselves. But sometimes you have to ask for the sale. I've done this. I have done this with probably some of you listening to this. I've reached out and said, hey, I'm, I launched this program. I think you'd be a good fit. Is it something you're interested in? Hey, I relaunched the hundred coffee chats club. I'd love to see you come back. Are you interested? Right. At what point do you ask for the sale? Right. So I want to just simplify this for you. Okay. So there's steps in your sales process. Number one, attract could be attract, could be awareness, visibility. Again, use the word that resonates the best with you, but how do clients find you, right? What is your lead generation strategy? How do people find and become aware of you? So awareness, attraction, lead generation, right? How do people find you? 
build it and they will come is not a sales is not part of the sales process. So how are you attracting people into your world? Number two, how are you building your relationship and your trust factor, right? How are you nurturing them? So I tend in my sales process to separate that build relationship, then nurture them. Um, there's two separate. So building the relationship is usually a coffee chat for me getting on the phone with them. And then nurturing them is continuing to stay in touch, following up, throwing freebie at them, offering value, asking them how they're doing. You know what I mean? Like staying top of mind, giving them, throwing a compliment their way, checking in with them. So I separate out relationship and nurture and nurture. You don't have to, right? So it could be like understanding needs. It could be you're building a relationship through a discovery call, right? And actually asking them the questions. What are you struggling with? What do you need? Where can I help you? What's your budget, right? That's part of the sales process, right? Engage with them. So attract, build the relationship. You could do awareness, engagement. Again, um, maybe part of the Sunday morning brew, I will actually lay out and give you guys some different sales processes. Um, I'll make a note of that right now. I will definitely create this resource for you and I will dive deeper into each one of these. But um, attract, you know what I mean? So you've got attract, you've got engage, I've call it, or awareness and then engagement or attraction and then relationship and then nurture, right? Nurture is like, continued communication. We talked about this. What is your customized communication style? What is your buyer behavior? How do they need to hear from you? Right. Um, how do you need to present the offer to them? Right. There is a level of where you have to actually present the offer to them. So is it discovery call and then proposal? Is it just by in the nurture sequence or as you're nurturing them, you mention it, right? I mention my offers in my nurture piece, which is my Sunday morning brew. I mention my offers quite often. Um, again, that's sales. Um, and then closing, asking for the sale, asking for the sale, closing them. What is the conversion point? At what point do they convert? And then following up referral, staying in touch, asking for feedback, right? So like, what's that next step? So it's usually anywhere from four to five steps, but again, your nurture But so there's four to five steps in the actual process, right? There's four key pieces to the process, but there may be multiple touch points inside of each one, right? So relationship building might be a coffee chat or nurturing or attraction might be multiple touch points of social media. Maybe on multiple, they may be on your email list. They may be listening to your podcast. They may be following you on Instagram. They may be engaging with your stories, right? Like it could be multiple touch points inside of there, but you have to also understand of like, what are my steps in the process? What are my client? What's my client journey from the day they find me to the day that we do business. And remember doing business might mean asking for a referral. It may mean that the person that came into your world is not necessarily your ideal client, but they may know somebody. So at what point that close could be asking for a referral too, right? Like it could just be closing the loop to say like, listen, this is not a good fit. We're probably never going to work together, but who do you know? Or how can we collaborate? What's the relationship? What can we do further? Right? So understanding what the steps are in your sales process, just so that you have an idea of what you're doing every day. Right. And then 
how you run people through the pipeline. I'm going to talk about that in another podcast episode, like having a pipeline, there's a sales funnel or whatever. You know what I mean? Those might be your specific steps, depending on your offer. You create different pipelines for different offers, but ultimately they should follow this process. So build a unique sales process for you, for your business and for your client journey and understanding your buyer behavior. What does that look like? What are the steps that you need to take that your business needs to have in order for a client to walk through your sales process, right? And just own it. I think the most important part here is that you've got to own it. Own the sales process. Own your confidence. Own the fact that you know what you're doing own the fact that you love sales, even if you don't, right? Like it doesn't have to be salesy. How many of you right now, I have mentioned multiple offers. Do you realize that's part of my sales process? I don't think any of you, I mean, if you're offended, then you probably won't ever listen. But if you're offended by it, then you're not my ideal client anyway, right? But I have dropped multiple different offers for you inside of this episode. I do it on almost every episode. I do it in almost every Sunday morning brew. If you think I don't look and see who clicks on certain links, you're wrong. I do because I understand my buyer journey. I want to see what part of the sales process people are in. I want to see what parts of my nurture sequences are working. Where am I nurturing and people are resonating with it? What am I doing to nurture that's not working? Where am I presenting a sale and they're not resonating with it, right? Like this is all part of the process. You have to have a sales process, but one that feels good to you. And it needs just, it can be very basic. It could be three steps, attract, bring people in, nurture or present an offer to them. could be, you don't even have to nurture. You could go straight from attract, present the offer, close right? That's typical old school sales is attract people in, present them the offer, sit, close. Most people have in different stages inside of there, right? So I tend to say attract people in, build the relationship, nurture them, present them the offer, close, referral, feedback, whatever. Like I have multiple steps, but again, not everybody hits all those steps. And I think that's the other key piece that you have to remember is like, just because you have a process doesn't mean every person that comes into your world is going to hit all of those steps. You could have somebody come in that's just ready to close immediately, right? Like they came into your world, somebody referred them and they're ready to buy. This happened to me recently. Somebody sent me a referral. I had a call with her. She was ready to buy. Like there was really no nurture. There was no relationship building. She came in kind of pre-nurtured because she came in on referral. But again, that was part of my sales process from before with this other client. So it all flows very naturally. And I think that's the missing piece for many of you is that you are trying to keep it so rigid and it's supposed to be this certain way. But when you have a process that feels good to you, that's unique to you, it all just flows so naturally. And guess what? You become really good at sales. You become really good at sales. And if you have all these pieces in play and things still aren't converting, well, then there's a conversion issue. And then you look at like, is it your offers? Is it the people you're attracting? But it's not necessarily your sales skills, right? So there's so many pieces here. This is just one of them. But 
at least having a process that feels good to you in your business, in your buyer's journey is step one. It's a great place to start. So hopefully this was helpful. I will definitely drop in the Sunday morning brew, um, a resource with some different sales processes with some different ideas at each stage, um, for you to have as a reference to build your own process. But ideally you should be building your own process. And of course, as always, if you need me, I'm, this would be a great um, option for a strategic focus intensive. And I just presented an offer to you, right? Again, this is business. This is business. Stop being afraid of the sale. Businesses run on sales and sales are service. Sales are service to one another. Yes, you could figure this out. You could figure out your sales process. I just gave you the steps. But if you want help with it, I'm here to tell you that I'm happy to help you create one that's unique to you, your business, help you do the research with your clients. And if so, if that's a good fit for you, then let's book a strategic focus intensive, right? The link is in the, in the show notes and you can do that. This is sales. Stop being afraid of it. Own it, own it, own it and have fun with it. All right. And if you need help, reach out, shoot me a DM, send me a message. And I'm happy to help you. I am more than happy to help you. Even if you have a question on like, Hey, Michelle, I, I do this as this part of the sales process. Where would you put this in the sales process? You know, I'm happy to answer those questions. You know, I'm an open book. So please, please, please use me, use me to your advantage. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. But remember now it's time to take action. My goal is to get you results. So what is one action you can commit to taking this week? Feel free to share it with me in my DMs or tag me on your socials. Not sure what action to take? Grab the link in the show notes and schedule a strategic power hour. We can talk through it together and get you a strategic plan of action in just 60 short minutes. Oh, and one last favor. As with every podcast, reviews and ratings are what help us continue to show up and grow. So if you wouldn't mind, please take a quick minute to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify and share this episode with a friend. Thanks. Talk soon.